Good morning, this is Ryan File from the Mail Tribune, and you're listening to the First Thing Podcast. I lost my voice for a couple of days because of a cold, but I was able to find it again, thanks to an assist from some peppermint tea and rest. So I'm back and ready to go. If it's your first time here, First Thing is my weekday podcast where I go over the Tribune's top stories. You can listen to past episodes on our site, mailtribune.com slash podcasts, or by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Here are the top stories for Wednesday, September 26th, 2018. First up, owing to swift response from firefighters, an Ashland house fire was knocked down before it spread to nearby neighbors. Damages from smoke are estimated at more than $200,000 from the fire, which sparked outside 524 Fordyce Street at 12.37 p.m. Tuesday. It drew crews from Ashland Fire and Rescue, Jackson County Fire District 5, and the Oregon Department of Forestry within minutes, according to Ashland Division Chief Chris Chambers. The fire, which briefly sent a column of smoke visible from South Ashland, also closed Fordyce Street near the old Willow Lane intersection while crews knocked down the blaze. The fire began outside the home in the back, but Chambers said a definitive cause isn't yet known. A fire marshal was just beginning an investigation Tuesday afternoon. No people or pets were harmed in the fire. At the first report, responders feared that someone could be inside before dispatchers confirmed everyone inside the home had evacuated. The swift response prevented the fire from spreading to nearby structures in the neighborhood, which Chambers described as a risk when the weather is warm and dry with moderate winds. He said that had the fire struck an area with more wildland-type fuels, they may not have been so lucky. At the scene, Chambers said the home wasn't inhabitable, describing the smoke damage as, quote, almost worse than the fire itself, after a structure fire. In addition to leaving the burnt smell in the, sm- in the home, smoke and fire also puts off toxic chemicals that need to be removed. And last up, a makerspace that will encourage local entrepreneurs and supp- supply them with tools, equipment, and space is close to opening its first component. The space will eventually allow budding inventors to create prototypes, take craftsmanship classes, and engage in small-scale manufacturing. Nonprofit Talent Maker City has nearly finished renovation of a former call center in the 300 block of Main Street that will accommodate a variety of activities. Woodworking classes will likely start in late October because that area will be the first to become operational. A super soft opening was held Saturday for high school STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math, students from around the region in conjunction with Southern Oregon ESD. They were able to study types of equipment used in STEM learning. The organization is talking with one individual who has a patented, marketable product but needs more space for manufacturing, as well as trained workers. Talent Maker City might be able to help with both needs. Inventors could construct their own prototypes in the space, rather than having to send designs off to firms that might take considerable time to create a product. It's known as rapid prototyping, said Ryan Wilcoxon, Talent Maker City chair and director. If something doesn't work, it can be revised quickly on the spot. Space will also be allocated for a basic metal shop, a ceramics area with clay wheels, a screen printing center, and a sewing center. A small blacksmith area may be included. Some equipment will be mounted on wheels, so it can easily be moved and the space rearranged for activities. And that's it for today. Be sure to check out full versions of these stories at our website, mailtribune.com. And if you want to stay connected to us throughout the day, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube. Have a good one.